Welcome back into the Lacrosse Tribune Prep Football Podcast. My name is Colton Bartholomew, one of the reporters here at the Tribune. I am joined by Todd Sommerfeld, our prep sports editor and assistant sports editor here at the paper. We're here to talk about week seven. The playoffs are coming, and they're coming very fast, everyone. So if you're interested here in high school football, uh, we will be talking about playoff seeding or playoff scenarios, uh, some of the key matchups this week in the MVC, some other fun things around the area for week seven. But the playoffs are very fast approaching. That is going to be a, a hot topic for us here on the podcast and in all of our coverage in the coming weeks. I mean, Todd, this is kind of the, one of those weeks where if you, you're still on the bubble, you, you've got to start winning these games. You've kind of run out of time for leeway and chances to, you know, have a have a stinker and then be able to come back. Yeah, it's I mean you go through the season and, and every game is important, especially the conference games of course. But now when you get to you got three left, they get that much more important. It's it's a lot more magnified and and we have a couple teams who've played some good games uh, and showed us that they do have have some talent, but lose and they're done. Right. Uh, we we have a couple teams that have to just have to win out, uh, uh, and and it's not going to be easy with the road they have. Sure. So let's let's jump into one of those games like you just mentioned. We've got on Alaska playing Central at UWL this week. Uh, one of the, probably the top matchups in the area and in the MVC. Uh, Central coming off a really tough loss at Sparta, where Sparta's defense really kind of controlled that game. Only held the offense to one touchdown. The other touchdown for Central came off a kick return. Central's got to bounce back at home, especially against a really good on Alaska team. And they're one of those teams we're talking about that. We think that they have a good chance of making the playoffs. We'll get into that situation in a little bit. But uh, this is a game they're really going to need to win or at least have a very good game to kind of launch themselves toward the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to either have to win this one or they're going to have to beat West Salem. Right. Uh, when they play, they got to win one of those games uh, to be able to get in. Uh, this one's going to be tough. Central's all of a sudden a team that's a little hard to figure um, with, with the way I, I, I thought. I, didn't, I certainly didn't think Central was going to blow out Sparta last week, but I thought that was going to be a lot like – like the Ana game, not a 62-55, but it could have been, you know, in the 30s or 40s. I was sure. really surprised with the way that thing played out uh, with the low-scoring game. Um, give Sparta a lot of credit for that uh, in, in slowing down the offense. Um, I think, uh, you know, Central's got to – that's what Central does. Central moves the ball. They move it with Johnny Davis through the air, uh, Johnny Davis running, <laughs> Stephen yeah. Cross running, uh, you know, get it in the hands of, of Jamar Davis and Jordan and – and uh, get up and down the field, and they got to figure out a way to do that against Don Alaska, which has been a team that's been pretty good at, at picking off passes uh, this year. So Davis is going to have to be very careful with where he throws the ball. Um, but that's what I'm, I'm waiting to see, how that central offense can can bounce back. And, and again, of course, you have to see what the defense can do against Don Alaska because they just threw Franzini in there in the backfield, and, and he had almost 200 yards last week. Uh, so they can still move the ball. They may not have Nathan Lubinsky, but... Uh, we've seen that they can certainly operate without him. I haven't seen Johnny Davis play yet this year, but I'm, I'm very interested to see how he plays, not only just because I want to watch him he's an electric athlete, but coming off a bad loss. I mean, not to yeah. disrespect Sparta, but that's a game that Central, it's, with the talent they have and the discrepancy there, Central should probably win that game nine times out of ten. Sparta did their job and they beat them, but now I want to see how Central responds to it because if they're going to have this collection of talent, they've got to be able to win those type of games and then also when you when you get knocked down how do you get back up how do you respond to it because 
like we're mentioning, there's their season's kind of hanging in the balance in these three games. If yes. it would be very, very surprising if this team's not playing deep into October with uh, in the playoffs. So this at, well, at least get there. That, I mean, at least get there. This for is sure, a, yeah. I mean, at the beginning of the season, this this was a team where you know you can make a case that maybe they could win the conference, um, and, and then they went down to the wire with with Holman and, and you know were buried early, came back from the dead and and played a really good second half and then just lost at the end. There's no reason to think there's going to be much of a drop-off. And, and, you know, losing one more game is a drop-off. That's just just the way it is, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with this conference right now. Um, And, yeah, like I said, I thought Central would win that game. Um, But uh, give credit to Sparta for being able to put that losing streak behind it and win a close one. You know, I I think maybe maybe some people thought that that, uh, Sparta was at the point of, you know, what can we do now? And they showed what they can do now. They went out and beat Central. For sure. And just kind of looking at some of the other games in the area, DeSoto is going to be playing their first game at home since the 2016 season, 711 days uh, with all the flooding, not only two years ago, but then this year too. It almost was looking like they were going to be able to get the field done, but we saw some pictures from Ev Wick, uh, their coach he posted tonight. They got the field done. It looks great. They're going to be able to play in the pit down there for the first time in a long time. And Todd's got a lot of stories coming, or a couple of stories coming uh, this weekend in a podcast with some DeSoto people. So uh, it's a great story there. And for them, it, not only in that community, especially in that community where it's a smaller community that really loves their football, mm-hmm. to have to travel all over like they have to, yes. or like they've had to, to watch football in the last couple of years has been tough. But to finally get the home game, I'm sure that's going to be a great atmosphere. Yeah, nobody liked driving to lacrosse for a home game. Sure. It's not like just going and playing there. I mean, it's the whole pregame thing and packing everything up and, and have getting the bus going, or Coach Epwick, uh having to drive the bus there. Now they can just be at their own field. And, and now they, they have kids that haven't had that reality yet of being able to go play at the place they grew up watching the team play. Right, so, so they're three-year three starters. This might be their first home game. Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, good for them. They have a lot going on on Friday. for It's homecoming for them, too, which makes it even more special. Uh, it, they were supposed to be in there week one, but it got pushed back a couple of times. Um, I think it's a pretty good week to, I, I guess, uh, get the pit going again. And, and, hey, they got the end zone stenciled. Oh, perfect. There you, you go. Got, you got a DeSoto one in and a Pirates in the other. So they're going all out in DeSoto for this. I guess I'd make sure you guys check out Todd's story in a podcast uh, coming with some, some of the DeSoto key figures down there. But looking at another MVC game, Holman versus Logan this week. Logan on the ropes. This, they're one of the teams that we'll talk mm-hmm. about soon, but they've got to win out. And yep. this is uh, a really tough team to have that road in front of you to have to go play. Not only have to play them, but then play them at Holman. Yes. This, is a, this is a really tough uh, challenge for Logan with their season on the line. When you're Logan or when you're Sparta, you have to win out, but nothing matters except Friday at this point. Sure. If Friday doesn't work out for you, it's done. So Logan has to try and figure out a way to beat Holman, which isn't going to be easy. These games have, have uh, traditionally been very close. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Both teams have good kickers. It, so if Logan plays well and, and can figure out some things to do defensively to, to slow Holman down, which nobody's really been able to do yet. Uh, but if, if Logan can figure that out and, and keep close, uh, you know, that kicking game may come into Tyler Harris, might kick something to, to keep him in it. Um, I, but I think that's going to be a really hard thing to do. I think they took a big step backwards. Uh, against West Salem last week. Uh, It was encouraging the week before, even though they lost to Central. I thought they learned some things about themselves and 
you know, improved as a team that sure. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week they couldn't do anything against West Salem, and, and you have to give West Salem its credit for that because the defense they played, and we'll talk about West Salem's game next, but that defense they played last week against Logan was phenomenal. Um, so, you know, that's one thing Logan's going to have to do is try and figure out a way to slow Holman down and keep that offense off the field. And Holman's got guys on defense that are going to be able to do that, those same type of things uh, against Logan. You guys got uh, Take Glassmaker over there for him. Uh, just some some studs on Holman's defense that are going to be really tough to block and some some guys are going to make it really tough on Logan to, to move the ball. And a team that's just had trouble moving the ball through the air all season, yeah, and, and then to, to go up against a really good front like Holman's, and that, that was the encouraging thing against Central was that they were able to throw the ball like that. But man, last week they they just had no time to do anything. Uh, West Salem was across the line so fast, um, and just completely dominated the first. I, I had Logan with zero yards in the first half, and I think twenty three plays. Oh man! So I, they were there were there were a lot of negative plays. I think there were twelve in that game that they made, and it was an amazing, amazing effort by that defense. The encouraging thing from the Logan side is their front seven has been the strength of, I think, the whole team outside of DeMond Butler at running back. Uh, I think their front seven's played exceptionally well. Last week, a tough one against West Salem. They, their offensive line really won that battle. But yeah. uh, if Logan can bounce back and just somehow contain West or Holman, get a couple of punts, that's a big thing against Holman is they're a team that they get on streaks, they score three or four touchdowns in a row, and they're out of the game. You know, they've got to get a couple of stops, Logan does. And that front seven has the ability to do it. How consistently they can do it throughout the game, we'll see. Holman, we know, is one of the best teams in the area. But uh, I just think if Logan's going to have a chance, they've got to force some punts and control the yes. ball with DeMond Butler in their running game. If they if they can do that, then they can be this week's Sparta. Right, pull up. <laughs> yeah, pull up the big upset and you know, kind of have people shaking their head. Then they, they can be the talk of the conference for a week because um, it would certainly be deserved if they can win this game. Definitely. And looking at the last one of the week, we've got Sparta playing at West Salem. Uh, West Salem's won every matchup of the, these two teams since they've come to uh, the MVC, but now Sparta coming off a huge momentum-building win after some tough losses, and then West Salem kind of in that same boat. A great momentum-builder. You know, really handling Logan like they did. I think this is going to be a great matchup. Sparta's really figured some things out clearly that they're going to be able to keep themselves in games and be right there at the end of the games. Sparta has showed us that it can play offense by scoring fifty-five, right. and then it can play defense by by holding Central to one touchdown uh, last week. So I think it is a real interesting matchup. Uh, if Sparta can find an answer for Brendan Holt, that would go a long way and and win this game, but. There really hasn't been anybody that's been able to do that yet. Sure. And, and Holt was phenomenal last week, offensively and defensively. I mean, he, he and John Glassmaker, Ethan Olson, they really controlled the game on, on both sides of the ball. Uh, there, there really was no question. Um, I think Holt had three sacks, or, or maybe it was two. Glassmaker had two. Uh, you know, Olson ran the ball well, too, uh, the times they gave it to him. So that was another threat out of the backfield. And the fact that they ran the ball so well, Joe Pat was able to throw it a, a little better. He hit, a, hit a, a long touchdown play to Trent For- Trenton Foreman. It was a short pass that Foreman turned into a big play. Um, but he, but Wolpat was, was pretty accurate with the ball and impressive last week. But uh, you know, last week that game belonged to, to Holt and Glassmaker uh, with what they were able to do on both sides of the ball. They, they really – I, I told them after the game I, – I, wasn't even really sure how to describe what they did because it was so good. <laughs> sure. and it really was. 
And that's going to be an interesting running back, linebacker matchup on both sides when you've got Holt, Brandon Holt from West Salem and then Bryce Edwards, Edwards. from Sparta. They yep. both kind of play that same position, just pounding running back on the offensive side and then really the playmaking linebacker on the other. Those guys are going to be colliding a lot all game. Yes. And it's really going to, I think, come down to how well Cole Wisniewski manages the offense like he has the last couple of weeks because teams are loading up to stop Edwards. They've, they've figured that out over in Sparta, but now – He's been rolling the ball, <clears throat> rolling out, throwing the ball a lot better. Nick Church come on the last few weeks as a great yeah. receiver in this conference. So, how the Sparta offense can handle the pressure we know West Salem's going to be able to bring is going to be one of those key matchups that's going to swing this game. And and plus with Sparta, I have not seen Sparta play yet this year, uh, but I know Adam Dow, and I'm sure that they are, are a hard hitting defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing Wisniewski and Edwards have to be ready for is to get hit. Yep. <laughs> they're going to get hit. They're going to hit get hit hard by the Panthers. They, that's one thing that that West Salem's been is a very sure tackling team. Um, they're also a team that's not going to give up much after the catch. They're just that solid. Um, you you can maybe complete some passes against them, but you better make sure they're a little ways down the field to keep your drive going because you're not really going anywhere after you catch it. Sure, that's just kind of the way they've been, <laughs> uh, and, and that goes back a while. They've they've been very good with that. Um, over the years in, in Oregon this year. And one other thing to watch for Sparta in the sense of if they are able to, to get a big win here against West Salem, their kick return game has been one of the strengths of their team that you kind of just forget about because they had their these great kick returns and some of these tough losses. But they had three straight weeks or maybe it was three mm-hmm. and four weeks of kick return touchdowns. So, I mean, they're obviously figuring some things. things out there. And then Nick, Tra- uh, Nick Church, a really good uh, returner for them. So uh, that's one of those – Hidden plays, or not hidden plays, but when you start looking at a box score, where was the, the tide turn? Uh, a kick return, it's been in the third quarter for them most of the season. It was one of those moments where all the momentum went over the Sparta side. And, that, and that's a guy, Nick Church, you mentioned him. That's someone that now teams have to know and get ready for, uh, whereas that may not have been the case at the beginning of the season. He's really been playing well as of late. And, and they're not and afraid to throw the ball downfield to him now with Wisniewski just really developing. And his brother, Ryan Wisniewski, will be in town this weekend, too, yeah. coming up with Whitewater against UWL. So I'm sure if they're able to get up early, maybe we'll be at that game, too, just yeah. seeing what's going on for Sparta. I'm sure. But, um, all right, so we're going to play a little game here on the podcast. And to close us out, we're going to look at the MVC. We've got the playoffs coming up, like we mentioned. We're entering week seven. WIA criteria in the MVC, you've got to get to four wins. You've got seven games. You've got to win at least half of them. And you can't split seven and a half, so you've got to win at least four. So, so far, we've got Onalaska and Holman that both have four wins. They're 4-0. So, they're already in the playoffs. We've already got Aquinas, who's 0-4. They're already up. So, we're looking at five teams that still have a chance in this uh, last three weeks to punch their ticket into the playoffs. we got three of them that need to win out. That's Logan, Toma, and Sparta. All right, we've got one in Central that needs to win two out of their three. And then we've got one in West Salem that just needs to win one more game, and they're punched in. So, what I'm going to do, Todd, I'm going to read you who these teams have to play, and then you're going to give me a percentage, how much, percentage. How, how confident you are that they're going to be able to get into the playoffs. Okay. All right, so we're going to start with the teams that need to win out. We're going to start with Logan. Logan has to play at home in this week. They're home against Aquinas, and they finish on the road at Toma. Oh, boy. I, I got to go a low number on that because I think beating Holman's going to be a little too tough for this team right now. I would agree. Um. So we can say, I don't know what to throw a percentage on for these things. What, 20, 10? We'll go 10. 10 probably 10. 10. All right. 
beating Holman at Holman, nobody's done that yet that's in the MVC. So, I mean, that's a, yeah. there's a lot of evidence that that's going to be a really, really tough uh, yeah, task for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right, so moving over to Toma here, they've got to play Aquinas at home this week at Central, and then they have finished at home against Logan. They need to win all three of those games. Todd, what do you think? They have a better chance, I think, than Logan at this point um, with, with those opponents. So let's say I'll go 30 on them. 30, okay. What do you think is the toughest one, Central in that mix? Yes, absolutely. Especially playing at UWL, absolutely. that turf field. That's kind of a feel like where Central thrives when yeah. there's no conditions and, they got to worry about. And Yeah, and losing one game, they're done. So, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll at least give them a, cha- I'll give them a chance. Um, I, 30 might be a little high, but we'll stick with it since that's what I said. All right, I like it. <laughs> All right, then we're looking at Sparta. We already mentioned them play, play at Salem or at West Salem this weekend. Uh, then they host Holman and then finish at Aquinas. I'm, that's a tough I'm one. Going, I'm <laughs> going 10 on them, too. 10, that's fair. Uh, I think they're about in the same boat as Logan here. In the... the Unfortunate thing for Sparta is that they could have just pulled out one, one or two of those one possession games that they found yeah. themselves in all to start this conference season. Change It'd be a, a different one, but yeah. <clears throat> this uh, a, a good stepping stone for Sparta's season overall. Though, if they aren't able to make the playoffs, just this season really showed that they've got things going there in a sense of talent and the, the coaching staff that they built yeah. over at the Sparta. Yeah. All right. So looking at Central, they need to win two out of the three to finish the season. They play at Alaska host Toma, and then at West Salem to finish it. That is a, that is a tough road. It is. <laughs> very tough road. That's why I can't go more than 50 on them. 50, okay. I got, no, I got to go lower than that. Because um, basically what it says is they need to beat Onalaska, <clears throat> win on the road at Onalaska or at West Salem. Yes. And I, <laughs> they Both might be able tough. to get, yes, they might be able to get one of them, which is what they need. They got to, they got to win one of those games. Um, I'll leave them at 50. Okay, that's fair. The only thing that I would say possibly is, let's say, a guy like Austin Larson gets banged up a little bit for on Alaska, and in the second half he could continue playing if they really needed him to. Right. But because they're already locked in the playoffs, maybe they just make some of those health decisions yeah, that benefit Central in that sense. That, but that'll be, It'll be interesting if something like that happens, just because these teams are still – Focused on winning the conference. True. And I know they have Very to true. look down the line, and there's that carrot dangling out there with Onalaska Holman sure. in, in the last week, and and I think uh, those two playing each other for a championship would be a fantastic game. I think just you have the natural rivalry there too. Um, so I, I don't know. It'd, it'd be interesting to see what would happen if somebody got hurt. What they would do in that situation. Sure. So then we get we're down to West Salem. They need to win one of their last three. They host Sparta this weekend, play at on Alaska, and then they host Central to finish it out. Those are tough games too. Those are all yeah, those are three tough ones. But I think I think they're gonna they're gonna win one of those games. I, I'm gonna put them eighty. Eighty, okay. Yeah, I like it. I I just think with the the defense that they've been the playing defense. all year, we know their defense is great, and then just. Even though teams know Holt's getting the ball a lot on offense, they can't stop with how good their offensive line's playing right now. So, I mean, it's tough to see them. Because if you if you were trying to look at the other side, you're trying to say that West Salem's going to lose three straight and miss the playoffs. I, I, That's a tough proposition exactly. to accept. I, I, don't, I don't see this defense losing three games in a row, um, especially when you have someone like Holt that can get so many big yards for you and, and, and the passing game is coming along. Um, it's not an overpowering offensive team because they can hit big plays, but they're a little better off 
you know, just moving the ball down the field, which they can do. They can just churn out first down after first down uh, with the running game they have and, and mixing in some of the past. But I, I, it's just hard, <clears throat> excuse me, hard for me to imagine this team losing the last three games. Definitely. All right, so if anyone couldn't tell, Todd hated that. But I'm going to make him do it again <laughs> next week against or for the Cooley when that's a little bit more figured out. I've never um, assigned a percentage. Yeah, he's, he's not a predictions guy. He's just a facts guy. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, that's going to do it for the podcast this week. We will have another one Friday night like usual. Um, we've been getting tremendous numbers on that, so thank you guys very much for the support, uh, especially on the, those recap ones late at night. So, uh, like I said, we'll be back on Friday, and we will be talking about these games, and hopefully we have another really exciting upset like we did last week with Sparta, and we'll see what else happens around the area, and we'll get you all caught up. All of our coverage is on lacrossetribune.com. You can read everything there. Subscribe to the paper here in the Cooley region. Uh, pick them up at Quick Trip, wherever else. But we will be back on Friday and talking about week seven of prep football.